0: Log Talk Radio.
1: The following program
2: is brought to you in living color. There's something screwy around here. How many
3: lives must you ruin?
2: Bill. Broadway Bill. Broadway Bill? Broadway Bill. Broadway Bill? Broadway Bill.
0: Broadway
4: Bill hasn't got a chance. Someday you're going to take off your hat to Broadway Bill.
0: You know, when I was a girl, I always dreamed of being in a Broadway audience. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. I can
5: be a jerk and no one can stop me.
6: <laughs> Never underestimate
5: the power of a snook. Sometimes I obscure myself. Sometimes the urge too
0: bad.
4: It's nearly overpowering. I don't care how big you are. Come out me. No use shouting, old man. Hate me. This must be where pies go when they die. This is everybody's fault but mine. Broadway Bill. Where
0: have you been all my
3: life?
4: The worst is yet to come. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting.
2: Don't
0: make me feel. No, 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 my bill.
7: This is it, 500 pages long, and these are what
8: the main points are that the Inspector General report says. It says there was no indication of political bias influencing the major decisions made by the FBI in terms of investigating or prosecuting in the Hillary Clinton email investigation. But it says some text messages, as you just noted, by a few FBI employees cast a cloud over one part of the investigation and overall over the FBI's reputation. I'll come back to that in just a second. It says the report says it was extraordinary and insubordinate for then-FBI Director James Comey to have that news conference in July 5th of the election year, 2016, to say no charges would be filed against Hillary Clinton without getting the clearance and the sign-off from people at the Justice Department. It says Attorney General Loretta Lynch's decision not to cut short her tarmac discussion with former President Clinton was an error in judgment, though the IG says no evidence was found that the two of them actually talked about the email investigation. One of the most important parts of the report says that the FBI knew by late September all it really needed to know (laughs) to move more quickly on the emails found on Anthony Weiner's laptop computer. It was the discovery of those emails that prompted the FBI director to say in late October, just 10 days before the election, that new emails had been found that might be pertinent to the FBI's investigation. One surprise here, according to the IG, the FBI director Comey told the IG that he didn't know that Anthony Weiner was married to Huma Abedin, who was, of course, a close aide of Hillary Clinton. It says Comey made a serious error of judgment in his decision to tell Congress in late October about the discovery of these emails. Now, back to this issue of the text. During the investigation, the IG discovered a large number of texts between two FBI officials, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, Strzok, who played a, a senior role in the Clinton email investigation. We knew from a previous disclosure that on August 6th, now remember, this is about a month and a half before the Wiener emails are discovered, she texted to him, in essence, Trump. He's, Trump's not ever going to become president, right? Right? And what we learn now is that Strzok responded as follows, no, no, he's not. We'll stop it. Now, the IG says Strzok told them that he doesn't remember sending that, but that he thinks he was simply trying to reassure Lisa Page with whom he was having a close relationship, that he wouldn't get elected, not because he was suggesting that he would do anything improper. And this is a subtle little point in this 500-page report. What the IG says is they're not accusing Struck of playing an improper role in he was among the FBI officials who could have uh, gotten the FBI to move more aggressively on the emails found on the Wiener laptop in late September. They're not accusing him of having an improper political motive and not goosing that along and moving it faster, but they say they can't rule it out. So they're not accusing him of bias, they just say they can't rule it out. Now, one other note, uh, some members of Congress, apparently unsatisfied with this, have already said they want the Inspector General to give them draft copies of his report. But as we understand it, the Justice Department has never before
7: shared with Congress the draft of an IG report, Katie.
1: 16, at the office of the director of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. What is it, Hilda?
0: Uh, fine, send them in. Uh,
1: Mr. Director?
2: Director, call me.
1: What can I do for you two jolly chaps? Don't just stand there looking at your shoes. One of you say something.
9: You tell him. I don't want to tell him. You tell him.
1: Look, you're wasting
9: my time. What's going on? (sighs) Well, the fact of the matter is, for weeks, we've been aware of the presence of emails on the laptop computer of Huma Abedin. Is that the wife of that
1: ISIS guy? No,
9: no, even worse. It's the, she's the estranged wife of uh, Anthony Weiner.
1: Ah, I see. Weiner.
9: Yeah. And she's Hillary Clinton's uh, closest aide. But not ISIS. No, sir. No, sir. Not ISIS.
10: At least we don't think she so. is. We, we still don't think she's. In any way related to a terrorist organization.
9: All right,
1: these emails you're talking about,
9: what about them? Well, uh... Tell him. All right, all right, all right. Um, well, uh, there are several thousand emails on this laptop that, uh, Anthony Weiner owns and is used by Huma Abedin that may relate to the investigation uh, of Hillary Clinton's emails.
1: And you've known about this for how long?
9: Since uh,
1: earlier this month, but October
9: 7th, I think. Was it the 7th? Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, the 7th. And you're telling me this now? Uh, yes, sir. 11 days before the national election? Yes, sir. Oh, that's... The phone. We know what a telephone sounds like, sir. I've had about enough of your impertinence, Jackson. Hello? Oh, hello, dear. Why, yes, I, I was going to call you. I know, I know, yeah. Oh, you say the cutest thing sometimes.
2: <laughs>
1: no wonder I love you so much. Oh, okay. Right. Right, right, Uh uh-huh, not a problem, I'll get right on that, yeah, I'll see you at home, I love you too, bye-bye. That was Jason Chaffetz, the uh, congressman from Utah. He wants us to make it public that we have these emails. Uh,
9: Mr. Director, don't we also have some pretty startling information linking the Donald Trump campaign to connections with the uh, former Soviet Union, uh, direct contacts with an enemy of the United States, in the uh, communications between Trump, his staff, and Vladimir Putin? Yeah,
2: don't we got those?
10: Well,
9: you idiots, we can't reveal that. It's only 11
1: days till the election. What's wrong with you people anyway?
7: from the office of the new york attorney general's office that they're filing a lawsuit against donald j trump
11: tom winter investigative reporter for us joins me now what can you tell us about this lawsuit
12: hi chris so new york attorney general barbara underwood has filed a petition uh, stating that the uh, Trump Foundation, uh, this the Charitable Foundation, was involved in self-dealing, was involved with paying off legal bills, was involved in making charitable contributions without the approval of their board. Uh, the New York Attorney General's Office is seeking $2.8 million in fines and restitution, as well as to dissolve the Trump charity. So this is a fairly significant action. Uh, in addition, the Attorney General's Office says that they are uh, providing a uh, criminal, uh, excuse me, strike that, They're providing a uh, a referral uh, to the Internal Revenue Service as well as the Federal Election Committee, uh, Commission rather, um, and the reason for that is, Chris, is that they say that there were certain donations that were made uh, before the Iowa primary that they're that they're they flagged and they're looking into. In addition to that, they're also looking into uh, into whether or not the uh, uh, the finances and some of the payments that were made were in accordance with what should. Yeah, where should the be money went, out.
11: right? Didn't one of these payments go for a big portrait of Donald Trump himself?
12: You know, I'm not sure, Chris, 100%, just because this is just coming into us now, whether or not that, and, and you're right, there was a, there was a, uh, monies that were outlaid for a, for a portrait, whether or not that, in fact, uh, is part of this petition. Uh, uh, okay, I'm seeing it probably, now, and I
7: have the advantage
11: of having it in, in front of me in more detail, but that was a $10,000 payment at a charity auction to purchase a painting of Mr. Trump that was displayed at Trump National Doral in Miami. So give us a bit bigger sense of this. I mean, is this just Donald Trump? I know his kids were also members of the board, so this affects them
12: as well. Right, it does. And so what what is not occurring here is a is a sort of a, a criminal referral. In other words, they're not going to try to seek charges uh necessarily, at least the attorney's general's office isn't gonna to try to seek charges against the um, against the kids or the president himself. Basically what they're saying is, hey, you ran afoul of, of the laws um as it relates to having a having a charity. Um the charity was was originated and founded and, and uh, is being run in New York State, so that's why the New York State Attorney General has jurisdiction over it. And they're saying that you know you can't do things like that. If you, there are many charities that exist, Chris, to uh, essentially take in money and then to give that money out to other charitable organizations. And the Trump organization uh, or the Trump Foundation, to be specific, has done that in the past.
5: Such a sad affair While Mueller's everywhere I'm caught up in his snare A witch hunt The pressure keeps me up at night Sit up in bed and scream with fright My schemes with Muscovites are revealed
7: Broadway Bill. Insightful political analysis from
0: someone
7: who really doesn't care. I thought I'd take a little
6: bit of digression here to uh, discuss some concerns raised by our church friends about separation of families. Many of the criticisms raised in recent days are not fair, not logical, and some are contrary to plain law. First, illegal entry into the United States is a crime. It should be, it must be, if you're gonna have a legal system and have any limits whatsoever. Persons who violate the law of our nation are subject to prosecution. If you violate the law, you subject yourself to prosecution. Now, I would cite you to the Apostle Paul and his clear and wise command in Romans uh, 13 to obey the laws of the government because God has ordained the government for his purposes. Orderly and lawful processes are good in themselves. Consistent, fair application of law is in itself a good and moral thing, and that protects the
7: weak. It protects the lawful. On these uh, children who are being separated
8: from their families as they come across the border. Uh, The Attorney General earlier today said that uh, somehow there's a justification for this in the Bible. Uh, Where does it say in the Bible that it's moral? Uh, To take children away from their mothers? Uh,
11: I'm not aware of the Attorney General's comments or uh, what he would be referencing. Uh, I can say that uh, it is very biblical to enforce the law. Uh, That is actually repeated a number of times throughout the
6: Bible. However, this.
11: uh, Hold on, Jim, if you'll let me finish. Uh, Again, I'm not going to comment on the attorney specific comments that I haven't seen.
6: It's not what I said,
11: and I I know it's hard for you to understand. even short sentences, I guess, but and please don't take my words out of context. But the separation of illegal fam- alien families is the product of the same legal loopholes that Democrats refuse to close, and these laws are the same that have been on the books for over a decade. And the President is simply enforcing them.
8: Policy to take children away from their parents. It's a moral
11: policy to follow and
8: enforce the law when they come across the border. They're with their parents. And then suddenly they're pulled away from their parents. Why is the government doing this?
11: Because it's the law, and that's what the law states. And the law. You guys don't have
8: to do that.
11: You're right, it doesn't have to be the law. And the president has actually called on Democrats in Congress to fix those loopholes. The Democrats have failed to come to the table, failed to help this president close these loopholes and fix this problem. We don't want this to be a problem. The president has tried to address it a number of occasions. We've laid out a proposal, and Democrats simply refuse to do their job and fix the problem. Sorry, Paula. Paula, go ahead. Sorry, Jim, I've given you enough F- Two
7: questions. Mexican moms and El Salvador dads
2: Wondering where your kids are Since they were lovingly ripped out of your arms At the border by the friendly Kid-loving heavily armed ICE agent Well, worry no more Uncle Donnie has them That's right They're at Donnie's Holiday Camp Good morning, campers I'm your Uncle Donnie And I welcome you to Donnie's Holiday Camp A camp with a difference Live in pets together, took you from your mommy, you'll live in here forever. A camp and a difference, you protected our nation. Never mind the cargo, a camp for concentration. Oh, you lucky illegal. Thanks, Uncle Daddy. Your children will now be kept in barbed wire secure comfort in hot, stinky tents at strategic spots along the border. There, they will learn a trade from whatever criminal element we hire to look after them. Hey, it's a government facility. No licensing required. And there they'll stay until they're sold to their new families under the Trump Past program, or until we can figure out some other way to dispose of them without drawing attention to ourselves. As Attorney General Jeff Sessions said, hey, it's in the Bible. God wants us to take your kids. If he didn't, why would he have made you come to America? Donnie's Holiday Camps, a camp with a difference.
11: Ola. Frankly, I think my credibility is probably higher than the media's. (laughs) Thankfully, the president hasn't done anything wrong. I work every single day instead of reporting the news. Attacking the president, trying to tear me down. Once again, the president hasn't done anything wrong. The president hasn't done anything wrong. Thankfully, the president hasn't done anything wrong. Once again, the president hasn't done anything wrong. Frankly, I think my credibility is probably higher than the media. Accurate and up-to-date information. I'm trying to tear me down. Good information, good information, I'm trying to tear me down. I work every single day I'm trying to tear me down. Instead of reporting the news, I'm trying to tear me down. Thankfully, the president hasn't done anything wrong. <laughs> Once again, the president hasn't done anything
0: wrong.
11: Good information, good information. I work every single day to try to come down instead of reporting the news. I don't know how many times I have to address this. The president hasn't done anything wrong. Attacking the president. Attacking the president. The president hasn't done anything wrong. Thankfully, the president hasn't done anything wrong. Once again, the president hasn't done anything wrong. Accurate and up-to-date information I work every single day. on the, the president instead of reporting the news. Once again, the president hasn't done anything wrong. Thankfully, the president hasn't done anything wrong. The president hasn't done anything wrong. Instead of reporting the news, frankly, I think my frankly, I think my frankly, I think my frankly, I think my credibility is probably higher than me. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, the president hasn't done anything wrong. <laughs> fol- the president hasn't done anything wrong. <conventions> the president hasn't done anything wrong. He's trying to tear me, tear, me tear me down, 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 tear me down. Good information, good information, good information. Tear me down, tear me down. Good information, good information, good information. Girl, girl- accurate and up-to-date information instead of reporting the news. I work every single day, day. tear me down. The I work every single day attacking the president instead of reporting the
0: news.
11: Frankly, I think my credibility is probably higher than, than me. i
10: done anything
11: me down, tear me down. down. I work every single day. Good information. I work every single day instead of reporting the news. I work every single day attacking the president. I work every single day. Frankly I think my credibility is probably higher than the media. (laughs) Frankly I think my credibility
0: is probably higher than the media. Frankly, I think my credibility is probably higher than me. <laughs> Frankly, I think my credibility is probably higher than me.
11: <laughs> Trying to tear me down. Thankfully, the president hasn't done anything wrong. You about this later. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to address this.
2: Broadway Bill.
0: We really hate
11: singing jingles.
3: In a world driven to the
1: point of pants soiling craziness and anxiety by right wing fear mongering about the menace across the border, there was one danger they all overlooked dangerous,
0: criminal. Danger.
6: Alien.
10: I was glad that you had, you. It would be too bad if something were to happen to it. Dangerous. Criminal. Alien. They call me Legs Zorbax on account of I have so many of them. <laughs> How will you protect yourself when the border is
3: the sky?
5: Why do they call you lefty when all your appendages are on your right side? I can't stop oh. Oh. Criminal Alien Criminal
1: Alien Criminal By the time they got here it was already too late. Dangerous.
3: Criminal Alien They make MS-13 look PG-13. So
1: much gore. Hell, gore He's
5: one of them!
1: So much violence.
5: (laughs) So much
1: social justice drama that you'll need eight eyes to see
3: it all. They've come to Earth to take our good tomato-picking jobs. And all our are cobalt.
2: Dating are
0: Criminal. Dangerous.
3: alien Come
1: to into a theater near you. Check local listings for time. You thought
3: you were afraid before. You haven't known the taste of wet,
0: dripping fear until you.
5: problems down there on the border. We got big problems there on the border. All those rapists and murderers, drug runners, thieves. And it looks like it's up to Trump to make them leave. Chance of escaping When Trump clamps down on Demo I will build a big wall at the border And then things will be all like they order Them bean-eating savages, they'll take the Mexico pay for it all. Someone is doing the raving. Someone is breaking the law. There'll be no chance of escaping when Trump clamps down on them. I'm not saying that they are all rapists, surely Mexicans are not all rapists, I'm sure there are dozens all perfectly nice, but with Trump in command they will scatter like mice. Someone is doing the raping. Someone is breaking the law. There'll be no chance of a scab. When Trump claps down on down.
0: Broadway
7: Bill. Let's talk
5: and
0: more of
7: it.
5: It's true. It's true. The law has made it clear. The first indictment set the atmosphere. But Mueller is the special prosecutor. He is a thorough and exacting sort. He's building up a case with brick and mortar. And Manafort... He started with a sharp 12 count indictment The sort of thing they like in federal court He's generated media excitement With Manafort 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 It seems the news caused quite a thump But Paul Manafort Manafort Can lead to Donald Trump No one should think the investigating ends here He's only the first domino to fall It's news of great import The history-making sort And things will never be the same for Paulie
1: Of course I do Once a rat starts squeaking It's hard to get him to stop
11: Especially when it's the rat's tail That is in the trap
1: Precisely my
3: dear
5: Manafort Manafort I know it's starting to make sense Why Paul Manafort Manafort Selected Michael Pence and Now he spills his guts to federal agents He will turn rat to cut a better deal There's nothing he can do As Miller turns the screw To get cooperation now From Paulie thought
7: Broadway Bill More nonsense
4: Michael Cohen the president's former lawyer is fighting back against the lawyer for stormy Daniels after new questions are raised about the millions he was paid
13: that's exactly right George it looks like several companies wanted to get into business with Michael Cohen to possibly capitalize on his long relationship with the president This, says Cohen's lawyers are disputing some of the transactions he link to their client the
3: uh, Trumps all gathered around and they gazed in wide wonder at the dude they had found. Then Donald spoke up. But my testosterone, he could tell right away I was bad Michael Cohen. Bad Michael Cohen. Bad Michael Cohen. Ba 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 Yeah.
13: This morning, the Treasury Department launching an investigation into the possibility financial records tied to the president's personal attorney Michael Cohen may have been illegally leaked. Uh Doctor is an Cohen responding to questions about Stormy Daniels' attorney Michael Avenatti, who posted some financial details about a company Cohen started shortly before the election. A central consultant, Avenatti alleges Cohen used that same shell company.
3: Trump ah, I'll make an old deal I'll make a more To
13: facilitate the Daniels payment in a harsh agreement, but also for a consulting practice that had transactions totaling at least $4 million shortly before the election into 2018. Among the web of companies that hired Cohen, at and Which allegedly paid him at least $200,000 and has a major merger pending before the Justice Department. The company says they paid to get, quote, insights into understanding the new administration. Pharmaceutical giant Novartis acknowledges they paid Cohen $1.2 million. A company spokesman says they were promised, quote, access to the new administration. Also potentially troubling for Cohen, $500,000 Avenatti says Cohen received. From Columbus Nova, a company with deep ties to Putin ally Victor Bechelberg, a Russian billionaire who reportedly attended the Trump inauguration and, according to the New York Times, was questioned by the Mueller team. Now you have the right hand of the president, right hand of Mr. Trump, all of a sudden starts taking all of this money from all of these multinational corporations for God knows what, and the American people deserve to know what it was for. Now, Columbus, Nova tells ABC News that hired Cone as a business consultant for possible real estate deals, because it had nothing to do with sexual birth.
3: Now if I go to jail, they can't lock up my pride. I'll keep these the best, baby. They all know how I lied. I can call you a pretty baby. They got my 16 cell phone. ba 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 ba
13: As for those alleged mistakes made by Avenatti, Cohen's attorney says Avenatti published several foreign transactions linking them to a Michael Cohen. But it's a different Michael Cohen, not the president's attorney. Avenatti, for his part, is characterizing what he put out as being 99% right.
4: those transactions were indeed different Michael, Cohen's different Michael than Cohen.
12: Different
14: Michael Cohen. Right. Thanks very much.
1: We're honored to have as our guest on Broadway Bill Choose the News, the First Lady of the United States of America, Melania Trump. Mrs. Trump, uh, how are you doing?
14: I am well. I am very well and doing very well, unlike the reports being reported in the fake media, which is all very fake and horrible. I was in the hospital for my kidneys. My kidneys, not for any other reason other than My kidneys for which my beloved husband and President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, has nothing but the highest regard for. So
1: it was just to have a procedure done on your kidneys, not for any other reason.
14: The stories being told about me and my surgically enhanced kidneys are utterly laughable. Ha, 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 ha are
1: huh. a lot of questions raised about your reasons for being in the hospital. Can you elaborate? I was
14: not in the hospital because of a nervous breakdown or to cover up domestic abuse or because my beloved husband and President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, was rightfully dissatisfied by the condition of my kidneys, which he has nothing but the highest regard for.
1: Well... What exactly was wrong with your kidneys? Uh, Medical professionals who were interviewed while you were in the hospital said that the condition for which you were allegedly treated is something that could practically be done on an outpatient basis. Why were you in the hospital for that long, and why were you out of the public view for so long?
14: When a human woman reaches a certain age, the effects of the Earth's gravitational pull causes changes in the structure of her kidneys, causing them to droop and become saggy. I am not programmed or otherwise allowed to go into specific detail about the medical procedure I allegedly underwent in early May other than to say my kidneys have been tightened and raised and are now consistent in appearance and texture with the kidneys of a human woman of 20 years of age.
1: Well, all the rumors aside, Mrs. Trump, uh, I, for one, uh, am happy to see that you're out back in public making public appearances No matter what we may think about your husband and his presidency, Americans have uh, an affection for the First Lady. Uh, We're glad to see that you're back making public appearances again, and uh, we're gratified to know that you're doing well.
14: It is gratifying to the human woman who is married to my beloved husband and President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, to know that his subjects were concerned about my alleged condition and now that I have appeared in public and highly. Controlled and protected circumstances, it is clear that all further concern about the health of the FLOTUS unit are no longer warranted and should cease at once.
1: As long as I have you on the phone, Mrs. Trump, uh, Stormy Daniels filed another lawsuit today. Do you have any comment about that whole Stormy Daniels situation?
14: I, Melania Trump 2.0, thank you for the opportunity to address this serious and topical substance of news and controversy. End communication.
7: Broadway Bill. This
14: program is for mature audiences only. Please have your fake ID ready.
7: Well, there.
1: Somehow I got disconnected. But that's blog talk radio for you. Almost always works. Anyway, um, you just heard Melania Trump, Melania 2.0. And uh, really I have nothing more to say. I'm just totally taken off by the fact that uh, I'm pushing a button. All of a sudden it bounces me off the air. (laughs) Ah, thank you. For this, I actually pay for this crappy service.
0: Broadway Broadway bill. This program is for mature audiences
14: only. Please have your fake ID ready.
2: You enslaved. With the things you do You take life With machine guns And you are A guy I look up to You're a done Dum- Thank you. Kim Jong-un, make North Korea great again. Broadway Bill. This program is for mature audiences
14: only. Please have your fake ID ready.
1: Now, this next part here, by the way, this is Broadway Bill Choose the News. Our phone number is 23-642-1474. That's 23-642-1474. Or if you're listening through the Blog Talk radio page, you can hit that little blue Skype the host, and you really should try to Skype the host every now and then. Skype the host, and uh, we can get you on the show here. Uh, Also, our Twitter uh, address is at BroadwayBillBTR. That's at BroadwayBillBTR. And you can uh, click the link in my profile to get to our brand new YouTube channel. Archive these shows and have all of our choice cuts the things that you would go to the butcher to get because they're lean and well marbled savory. Now, the network here is going to require Di to pay attention because I don't know if she's read about this or heard about this, but I'm going to ask her a question after she hears this.
4: But one of the things that really I'm happy is that the soldiers that died in Korea, their remains are going to be coming back home. And we have thousands of people that have asked for that. Thousands and thousands of people. So many people asked when I was on the campaign. I'd say, wait a minute, I don't have any relationship. But they said, when you can, President, we'd love our son to be brought back home. You know, the remains. And I asked, we we had pretty much finished, and I said, would you do me a favor? The remains of of these great fallen heroes, uh, could we do something? He agreed to it immediately. It's pretty great.
1: Okay. Let's find the logical flaw here. Trump said during the 2016 campaign, thousands and thousands of people came up to him and said, Mr. President, there's a couple of logical flaws here. Mr. President, when you can, could you get the remains of our son who died in the Korean War? Back to us, and he brought that up to Kim, and Kim agreed immediately. Do you see a logic? Give me at least one logical.
12: That he wasn't president until.
1: That's one. That's until the easy one.
11: January 2017.
1: One. What's the other one?
11: Aside from the fact that he never actually talked to Kim Jong Un until.
1: You it? Well, that's not the point I'm trying to make. Follow me here. The Korean War started. In 1950. A 20-year-old killed in Korea in, let's say, in 1953 when the war ended, would have been born in 1933. Assume that this 20-year-old soldier's parents were 20 when was born. That means parents were born in 1913. In 2016, the youngest parent of the youngest person killed in the last year of the Korean Been 103 years old.
11: Oh, yes, that as well.
1: How many 103 year old parents, thousands apparently, asked Trump during the 2016 campaign to bring home the name of their son killed in Korea?
11: Number one, uh, there's, I'd say, about 0.3% of the population even lives that long.
1: And how many – thousands and thousands of people stopped him during the campaign and said, Mr. President – of course, you're only Donald Trump at that point. But Mr. President, bring the body of my son killed in the Korean War back. Sweet – the lies most people breathe, and nobody's holding him to account for these things. He says these things, and the reporter, instead of, like, slapping Trump in the face and say, You lied!
7: You didn't get
1: confronted by parents of
12: Korean War veterans. The youngest Korean War veteran parent would be 103
7: years old. Why yeah. do you lie? Unless you were confronted by ghosts. Or had a
1: time <laughs> machine. Or, like the little boy in that classic Twilight episode of Good Life, you can mold reality to fit your whims.
4: You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension, a dimension of sound, a dimension of sight, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone.
1: Tonight's story on the Twilight Zone is somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. This, as you may recognize, is the capital of the United States of America, Washington, D.C., On January 20th, 2017, the rest of the world no longer mattered, and Washington, D.C. was left all alone. Its inhabitants were never sure whether the world was destroyed and only Washington left untouched, or whether the capital had somehow been taken away. They were, on the other hand, sure of one thing, the cause. A monster had arrived in the White House. Just by using his thumbs, he took away bipartisan legislation, congressional oversight of the executive branch, civil discourse, because they displeased him. And he moved an entire nation back into the Dark Ages just by using his thumbs and his smartphone. Now I'd like to introduce you to some of the people in Washington, D.C. This is Chief of Staff John Kelly, It's in his workplace that the monster resides. And this is Kellyanne Conway, who probably had more control over the monster in the beginning than almost anyone. But one day, she forgot. She began to speak her mind. Now, the monster doesn't like people sharing their honest opinions, so his thumbs tweeted a tweet at her and turned her into this smiling, vacant thing you're looking at now. She speaks no more. And you'll note the people in Washington, D.C. have to smile. They have to think happy thoughts and say happy things because, once displeased, the monster can turn his base against them and change them into a grotesque mockery of a once honorable human being. He knows every thought. He can feel every emotion. Oh, yes, I did forget something, didn't I? I forgot to introduce you to the monster. This is the monster. His name is Donald J. Trump. He's the President of the United States. Puffy, orange face, watery, beady eyes, tiny little fingers. When his eyes look at you, you'd better start thinking happy thoughts because the mind behind them, the monster, is absolutely in charge. This is the Twilight Zone.
10: Howdy, Mr. President. Mighty good to see you today. Mighty good. And it's such a good day, isn't it? A real good day. It's a terrible hot day, though. It's a terrible hot day. Oh,
1: I I wouldn't say that, Sarah. No, I wouldn't say that at all. It's fine. It's just
10: fine. It's a real good day. What are you doing, Mr. President? My, that's real good, whatever it is. I was just wondering what you were doing. I said my campaign was a nest of Obama
2: spies. Did you hear what I said that?
10: Yes, that was a good one. I ain't never seen a campaign what got infiltrated with spies before.
2: I'll fire Bob Mueller now. I'm tired of playing with him. You're fired, Mueller. You are fired. <coughs>
10: my, my, that's real fine that you done that. Yeah, that's really fine, Mr. President. You're a good president, Mr. Trump. We all love you. Don't we, Speaker Ryan? Don't we just love Mr. Trump?
1: We sure do love him. We love our president.
10: Hello, Sarah. Howdy, Speaker Ryan.
1: Ready to go lie to the White House press
10: corps? Pretty much. I don't have anything new to tell the fake news, though.
1: That's probably for the best. They're all fake. Fake news. Bunch of fakers. You
10: don't have to be frightened of him, Speaker Ryan. He likes you. He's told me that several times how much he likes
1: you. Well, uh, that's really nice to hear, Sarah. He's a real special man, that one. You
10: know what he was doing just now? Sending out another tweet. 12th one today. He keeps tweeting and tweeting. I used to hope that some of you Republicans in Congress might step up.
1: And... I've got to get going, Sarah. I'm really glad that President Trump keeps tweeting, though.
10: Okay. See you tonight, Speaker Ryan? Tonight? What well, tonight is television night. President Trump's going to put a nice interview on the Fox News, and we're going to have a surprise party for Michael Cohen, a real nice surprise party. Oh, uh,
1: I'd like to be there, Sarah. If I can, I'll certainly be there. Uh, where is President
10: Trump right now? I think he went into the bathroom to tweet, among other things.
1: I used to tell him he shouldn't tweet so much, but he keeps on tweeting. Uh,
10: But it's a really good thing that the
1: president tweets so much. A really good thing. So
10: you keep thinking really nice things, and tonight we'll have Michael Cohen's retirement party, and we'll all have just a delightful time. A real nice, delightful time. But it is a terrible hot day. I hope it cools off by tonight. I wouldn't keep saying it's hot, Sarah. It's
1: just right. You don't want President Trump tweeting to his base that you're a whiny wendy now, do you? <laughs> of course not. It's just a real good day. Just a real good day.
15: Well, howdy, Mr. President. I was looking for you a bit ago. I heard you were in the bathroom.
2: I'm done now. Oh,
15: that, that's good. Uh, that's uh, real good that you went to the bathroom. Now, uh, you weren't playing any tricks on your old Kiva staff, were you? I mean, remember last year when the neo-Nazis killed a woman in Virginia, and you said they were fine people? Oh, doggone if you didn't. Racist, white supremacist, Nazis, but fine people, Mr. President. Real fine people, and it's good that you said that. Oh, it's real good.
2: Television night tonight. I'm gonna be
15: on Fox News. Oh, you sure are, and everybody is looking forward to it, too, just like they do every time when you create a spectacle on Fox News and we're going to have that surprise party for Michael Cohen, too. Uh, were you looking for something, Mr. President? Uh, Could I get something for you?
2: I sent down my quarter pounder here somewhere. Can't find it. Not anywhere. And Sean Hannity didn't call me last night. Not once.
3: And I wanted someone to talk to. Oh, uh, well,
15: Mr. President, you remember the last time Rudy Giuliani went on Hannity's show? He did a
2: really good
15: job. Oh, sure, sure he did. Uh, he did a really good job, and it's a good that he did a good job. It's real good. It's just that, uh, just that, uh... What? Well, Mr. President, uh, you, uh, Rudy spilled the beans about you paying off that porn star and It was good that he did that, but it contradicted what you said about knowing nothing about it. About what? The porn star. Stormy Daniels. The porn star you had unprotected sex with when your wife was at home nursing your newborn child.
2: Uh, But it's good that you did that real good. The fake news doesn't like me. I hate people like that. I hate anybody that doesn't like me. Why,
15: everybody loves you, Mr. President. They love you, sir. You're everybody's favorite.
2: I heard somebody think one time... I don't remember when, but sometime, that I shouldn't make up things that are not true and talk about them like they are. Somebody thought that one time.
15: Oh, who thought that?
2: Oh, I, it was uh, uh, Steve Bannon who thought that. He used to work for me. Very small role. Hardly noticed him. Surprised that I could remember his name. He shouldn't have thought those bad thoughts, though. That's why I made him go away.
1: saying anything. I'm not saying anything at all. Go ahead, Rudy. Play. Go on. Keep playing. You know, this is real good brandy. Real good. You folks know something? Where I'm going, the only liquor you get is what you can make in the toilet with old apples and raisins and stuff like that. Or whatever someone can sneak in with those little airplane bottles tucked up in their rear ends. You can only get five little bottles of booze stuffed up in your hiney. Only five bottles. And when that's gone, there won't be any booze left at all. None at all. No booze at all. And you have to wait until the next visiting day. Nuts. I can't even watch my own Ray Donovan DVD. I can't even watch Ray Donovan. Don't don't play that, Rudy. That's not what I want to hear. I want you to play this. Play this. Happy retirement to me. Happy retirement to me, happy retirement, dear fixer. Please,
0: stop. Please
1: stop Happy it. retirement to me. Come on, Rudy, play it so I can sing it right. You know I can't carry a tune unless someone plays it. You, you and her, you created him. You had to go and make him president. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when I am blue, you monster, you, you dirty orange monster, you murderer. You think about me? Go ahead, Donald. You think bad thoughts about me and maybe some man in this room, or some man with guts. Somebody who's so sick to death of living in this kind of false reality, willing to take a chance, will sneak up behind you and lay something heavy across your skull, and this will end once and for
2: all. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. Oh, you think that. Go ahead, Trump.
1: I'm a very
2: bad man.
1: Keep thinking that. Someone sneak up behind him. Somebody end this now while he's thinking about me. Won't
2: someone take a lamp or a bottle or something and end this? You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. You keep thinking bad thoughts about me, so... Uh, oh, Christ, wish it to the cornfield. Please, sir, wish it the cornfield. He was a bad man, and so he turned him into a jailbird. A jailbird that still had his bad face. And you mustn't think bad thoughts about me either, or I'll do the same thing to you. Play some more music.
10: It's good that you've done that at the Cohen, Mr. President. It's real good. That was swell. It was
0: just swell. Uh,
15: yes, that was really
10: good.
0: I kind of liked it
10: better a little bit when we had cities outside and we could get real television and things like that. Jared, it's really good for you to say such a thing. It's real good, but how can you mean it? Why, Daddy's television is better than anything we ever used to get. Oh, yes, it's fine. Why, President Trump's television is the best television we've ever seen. Mr. President, there's a crowd of gun-toting morons gathering at the White House gate. Uh,
15: Mr. President, are you tweeting to a bunch of gun-toting morons and asking them to gather at the White House gate? Yes, they're
2: going to swarm the Congress. And without anyone stands in my way well, That'll be the
15: end of any semblance of democracy in America you, you know that, don't you? The end of our republic? That's what that'll do But, but it's, it's good that you're gathering the drooling MAGA goomers, Mr. Trump It's, it's really good and Tomorrow is going to be a real good day A real good day A real good day
1: No comment here. No comment at all. We only wanted to introduce you to one of our very special citizens, Donald J. Trump, President of the United States, who lives in a village called Washington, in a place that used to be the shining example of democracy. And if by some strange chance you should run across him, you'd best only think good thoughts. Anything less than that is handled at your own risk. Because if you do meet President Trump, you can be sure of one thing. You have entered the twilight zone. I guess that explains how um, uh, Congressman Sanford in South Carolina lost his primary. He spoke up. Here's this guy in South Carolina, governor of South Carolina. He abandoned his state. He went on to have uh, an adulterous relationship with some bimbo down in the Argentine. He wasn't hiking hiking the Appalachian Trail. He He was scoring some Argentine tail. And he didn't run for governor again, but the people of South Carolina forgave that. They forgave that and made him congressman for the low country area of South Carolina down around Charleston, right? They forgave that. They could not forgive the fact that he voted against Donald Trump 17% of the time. 83% of the time, Mark Sanford voted with Donald Trump. 17% of the time, he did not. The Republican establishment in South Carolina could not forgive that because they were afraid Donald Trump would wish them into the cornfield. All right, that's it for today. We'll uh the big day coming tomorrow. Don't forget, Manafort's gonna get frog frog marched. We're hoping something bad happens. We'll talk about the show. 7 p.m. Uh, here on Blog Talk video. Twitter address is at Broadway Bill BTR. That's at Broadway Bill BTR and uh go ahead and, and uh Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Follow us. Yeah, that's the word. Follow us on Twitter. You'll see the link in the profile where you can uh, visit our brand new YouTube page. Go ahead and subscribe to that. That's where we archive these old shows. That's where we have all of our old audio clips. Uh, Share it with your friends and uh, just become part of the Broadway Bill Choose the News family. We'll talk to you again next time. Adios.
4: But one of the things that really I'm happy is that the soldiers that died in Korea...
1: Stop. This is what I wanted to do. We hope you enjoyed the show half as much as you would have if it had been twice
7: as good. If I knew what I was doing, I'd be dangerous.